There's something brewing in the town of Acacia Grove. The storm clouds are rolling in and bringing something sinister along with it. Big Ma feels it and all the residents are starting to see it. A war is coming and it's time to prepare for battle. I'm really worried about Big Mom. This is the quietest I've ever known her to be. She is either walking the neighborhood every morning and evening in her prayer closet or up at the church. She's been eating all her meals in her room and only lets the kids in there with her. From what they said, she just prays and anoints them and reminds them that God is the only one who can defeat their enemies. I'm telling y'all, she's so mad right now, she had a fish grease on Friday. Yeah, once she realized we were okay and that bullet only grazed her shoulder, she stopped talking. Exactly. And you already know that ain't like her. She only want to talk to us. The only person she can talk to right now is God. Lord, I've done what you told me to do. I trust Juju and Jonah will eventually return to say thank you for sparing their lives. Even though there are consequences to be had. But they know sin always leaves debris. Oh, Jesus. I don't know how all of this is going to end. But I'm thanking you in advance because I see the light finally penetrating the darkness. Hey, thank you, Lord. Mm. Ooh. Wait a minute. Is that who I think it is? It is. I haven't laid eyes on him since the shooting. Ooh, okay. I see you, God. Christopher? Ma'am, it's Big Slim. Christopher, let me have a quick word with you. I know you since grade school. You and Jonah played ball together. You both served as ushers at church. And you even played drums for a while for the youth choir. What happened, son? Why are you out here in these streets? Life happens. Man, life. I know after your mom and dad divorced, you bounced around between the two until she had to move cross country. Yeah, I ended up having to stay home with my old man, who's never around. Yes, being a truck driver keeps them on the road a lot. That's why I stepped in to ensure you had a decent meal every night and allowed you to hang at the house with Jonah. True, and it didn't want to be a charity case. My old man was always sending me to relatives and if I couldn't stay home, he would just say, you better be in the house when I call. You better not have someone's daughter laying up in my house every night. Then when Tone got caught shoplifting, 
I got sent away to the military school just because I was with him. Sounds like you have a lot of anger and resentment, baby. Your father did what he thought was best at the time. Yeah, right. Christopher? It's Big Slim. Big Slim is not your name. It's who you have come to identify by in the streets. Christopher is your birth name. The name you were baptized as. The name God identifies you as. He knows your name and it's not Big Slim. Don't think it was luck, Christopher, that you were not shot or killed during that altercation with the police. God spared you. And like my Jonah, you have consequences to deal with, but you are definitely in a better place than Tony. And God was even merciful on him because his life was spared, although he will serve time for attempted murder. But he's still alive and has a chance to turn away from the darkness and walk into the light of salvation. Mm, God is still good. Yes, Lord. Thank you. That darkness can consume a person so much so that they don't value others' lives, but they will risk their own just to settle a score. Just don't make no sense. Christopher, there's still hope for you. Ask the Lord for forgiveness. Give him rule again over your heart. You make it sound easy. Baby. The repentance part is easy. The giving him rule over your heart again is going to take one day at a time type of journey for you. But if you truly are sincere and put the work in, God will honor your request. So Christopher, baby, I would like to invite you to Bible study. It's every Thursday night from 7 to 8. But I've said all that the Lord has told me to say. So I'm going to finish my walk. You be blessed and ponder on what the Lord said to you today, okay? Big Ma? Yes, baby. Thank you. You're welcome, Krista. Now them boys know they messed up. They should be grateful that Big Ma is talking to God and not going upside their heads like I know her flesh may want to. The spirits of anger and revenge had Jonah and Juju putting their common sense aside and risking their lives as well as their families. Maybe they need to take some quiet time or reflection and truly think on the consequences that their actions could have had if it wasn't for God's grace and mercy and the intercessory prayers of their big ma and Sabrina. Have you ever had a time in your life when you went through something that was bad or trying and you didn't know why it was happening only later to realize once you made it through that you were just the vessel used for someone else's benefit, deliverance or breakthrough. Does that sound confusing? Okay. Let me explain. 
little testimony time here. Some years ago, I was let go from a job. Now, I didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't a performance issue, downsizing or anything like that. I was just let go. You know how it is. The last one in, the first one to go. But anywho, I had a mortgage, a child, and a parent I was caring for. Not to mention all the other regular bills. Fast forward year and change later, I have a new job. All is well. Then a friend of mine gets laid off from their job. The friend came to me at some point and said that because they watched how I handled my situation, still praising and serving God, still being there for others, etc., despite all the hardships that came from my unemployment, that they knew how to go through that season of their life. Let me tell y'all, it blew my mind. It didn't hit until they said what they said, that God had just answered my question. You see, when I was in the thick of things in my unemployment, I asked God why I was going through this. Now, I didn't get the answer at the time, but he kept giving me the strength to endure and was supplying my needs. So when my friend said what they said, he spoke to my spirit that my friend needed to see what suffering successfully looked like. Whew, I'm telling y'all, I'm still in awe recounting the story for you. Even though the situation here with Jonah, Juju, and everybody else involved is different, it still, in my opinion, holds similar weight. Maybe this blow up had to happen with Tone and Jonah in order for this encounter with Big Ma and Big Slim, I mean Christopher, to happen. This is what it means to me when scripture says all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. God can use any situation that we go through to ultimately bring glory to his name. Bad situations we go through can still bring about good things. God is definitely moving. Christopher may not know yet, but God has never lost any of his children, which includes him. He will use any situation he has to, to bring us back into the fold. The drawing of Big Slim back to God has begun. The seed has just been planted. <laughs> Thank you, God. Ooh, thank you, thank you. Rochelle. Hey, Tiffany. I see you caught that sale at the fashion bar. Girl, look at that big old bag you got there. Yeah, I need a few new pieces for work. Well, I'm glad I ran into you. I was planning on calling you once I got back home. I wanted to alert you about an incident that could create some stressors for you. You're talking about Sister Betsy. I heard about it. Mimi called me after she found out. Oh, no. Jesus. Are you okay? Come on, let's go sit down over here. 
I tell you, I am so upset with Sister Betsy. She's pushing this negative narrative and trying to get folks to join her on her witch hunt. I'm not sure how I feel, honestly. Why are people so mean? I would think Christians would be more careful with their words and actions. The only thing I'm trying to do is heal and people like Sister Betsy seem to want to add to my pain. Tiffany, I know this may be hard for you to grasp, but the church is full of spiritually sick people. Everyone at Acacia Grove is on different levels of healing and deliverance. Some folks have a long journey ahead of them. They have not yet fully surrendered themselves to the Lord. And until they do, the flesh will continue to rule. I thought the Holy Spirit worked on the hearts of people so they can become more Christ-like. The Holy Spirit will correct, convict, and direct. But if a person isn't yielding to the Spirit, not spending time in the Word, or in fellowship with the Lord, they will continue to forfeit the blessings and benefits of having the Holy Spirit residing on the inside. In other words, Tiffany, what we nourish the most, the flesh or the spirit, is what will rule and dominate. It seems to me that Sister Betsy's flesh has been eaten real good. <laughs> Unfortunately, that may be the case. But please, don't get discouraged, Tiffany. Philip and I are here for you as well as the other God-fearing members of the congregation. Don't let someone else's poison saturate your heart. Sometimes, you have to have tunnel vision when navigating others' messiness. Look to the source of your strength, not to the left nor the right. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He will help you navigate it all. So girl, go ahead and finish up your shopping because I need to get back to the house myself. We'll talk later. I'll call you. Rochelle and Tiffany run into one another while shopping and Rochelle wants to give Tiffany a heads up about the foolery that went down at church with Sister Betsy. But of course, Tiffany already heard about it because news travels fast, especially in the church. Tiffany's comment about thinking Christians should be more careful with their words and actions is always an interesting topic of conversation. There is the idea from people more outside of the church that Christians are supposed to be perfect and can't do wrong. And when a Christian does do something that is deemed unchristlike, the first thing that is said is, oh, I thought you were a Christian. The truth is, as I've stated in previous episodes, none of us are perfect, regardless of if you're a Christian or not. If we were perfect, there would be no need for a savior. We all have said and done things we shouldn't. But to Tiffany's point, as Christians, 
we've been set apart for the glory and good works of God, meaning we aren't supposed to respond and conduct ourselves like everyone else. We should strive to respond and act in truth and in love. But just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you'll immediately become Christ-like and all of your bad and or hurtful habits fall away. This type of change only happens with the help of the Holy Spirit, with your surrendering to the will of the Holy Spirit and your studying and obedience to God's word. It's the sanctification process. And that is 24 by 7, 365 days a year. As I stated before, the spirits of confusion and anger and possibly even hurt have Sister Betsy bound and that stronghold is heavy. I believe there is something going on underneath the surface that makes Sister Betsy feel so strongly against Tiffany and Mimi. And it's not just her standing on what the Bible says. Only time will tell, but I pray she gets it together. And I pray that Tiffany doesn't allow what happened to turn her away from the church. and that you're upset about it. Oh, but Grayson, there's more going on than meets the physical eye. We're in an age-old spiritual battle. Good versus evil. Satan knowing that his time is wrapping up and that his demise is unavoidable is turning up the heat to create as much havoc that the world would allow him before God shuts him and his minions down and sends them to pay the price for their rebellion for all eternity. Mm. Yes, yes. I hear you, Grayson. But a lot of good came from that meeting, baby. Tone is off the streets and we and we'll be facing charges. I just pray this opens up his eyes and brings him brings about a positive change in his life. But praise the good Lord that Big Slim is reconsidering his station in life. Yes, Lord. Mm. Mm-hmm. Grace and baby, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. God took what was meant for evil and used it for the good of your efforts to clean up the streets. Our God is faithful. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
you stay focused, God is not done with you yet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You got it now. <laughs> I love you too, baby. Bye now. Mm-mm-mm. Now let me go deal with these grandsons of mine. Lord Jesus. Jonah? Julius? Uh-oh. Ma'am. Come have a seat. I want to have a word with you two. Y'all are in for it now. Now, I know you all have been concerned by my silence. As I told you, when the time was right, I would speak to you. Well, the time is right. I have a word for you too from the Lord. I was not pleased with how you two chose to handle things with tone and big slim. And neither was the good Lord. You both were clearly under the impression that you could handle the situation better than God. No, man. No, we just knew we could send a message back at him. Oh, so you thought a word from Jonah and Julius holds more weight than that from the Lord? Not if they honor God, but they don't. But besides, Big Mark, the code of the street is, is what they follow. You don't think that there were people from the past that operated by the so-and-so code of the street until God knocked them down off their pedestals? I'll give you one of the most famous. What about Saul? Yeah, talk about it, Big Mark. He was the most ruthless of those who persecuted Jesus and his followers. And he was very intelligent and knowledgeable of the Jewish law. Hmm. The code of the street, so you say. Talk your talk, Big Mom. Here you go. But look what happened to him. He had a personal encounter with Jesus on that dirt road. And when all was said and done, Saul, renamed Paul by the Lord himself, picked up his cross and became a follower of Jesus, preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. And he was on fire for the Lord, might I add. So God did not need your assistance. In fact, you created unnecessary fallout, all because you both thought you were bigger and better and smarter than the Lord God himself. Both just hard-headed. Bree, too. I know you're not talking. You were just fighting last month. No, y'all need... Uh, 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 no, no. But you ain't like, just fighting See, all through school. Oh, gangsta That's the... Hush. Yeah. Hush. Y'all leave her be. Thank you. She you know was she the mean. only one of you three that used good judgment. The only one. She snitched. The only one. I thank the good Lord for his omniscience that he knew before you even came up with your harebrained idea to arm yourselves to go looking for Toad and Big Slim, operating out of your flesh. He sent his angels ahead of you to protect you. If God wasn't God, all-knowing and all-powerful, 
things could have turned out far worse for everyone involved. Although God is never losing, I don't care what it looks like. And Satan knows this. But unfortunately, you too don't. Because you were basing things on what you saw with your physical eyes. And you know to be checking with your spiritual. Why do you think no one was seriously injured during the attack at the town hall meeting? Because they couldn't shoot. Uh, boy, that was God. Why do you think not a hair on the head of these babies was touched when they approached in the yard? Because they clowns. God, I need you to get this. Despite your interference, God was able to keep us and is restoring peace back in our community. Amen. I am so grateful. Here you go. To God be the glory. Jonah and Julius. Yes, ma'am. Listen up. If you think this is the last of it, you're wrong. It's only going to get worse. So in the future, don't allow pride to cloud your judgment and never take up arms unless you are truly prepared to deal with all that comes with it. The Bible says those who use the sword will die by the sword. Same message applies here, just different weapons. So as long as I have breath in my body, I don't ever want to see or hear about either of you seeking revenge by way of shooting someone. God is the ultimate judge. And when we seek revenge, we are taking God's place. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Talk I, your talk. I just want to put hands on Boy. I'm about That's to put hands on you, Big Mom. I will put hands on you. Get him. You need to be anointed. Just don't make no sense. Not even paying attention. Here go the Holy Boy, Big Mom. Poor Grayson. I know it hurts. Here he was trying to do something positive for his community and have the town hall meeting with the residents, the officials, and the police in an effort to combat the violence and crime that's plaguing Acacia Grove and the surrounding areas. And the very thing that the meeting was about happened at the event he organized. I know that's difficult to deal with. But thank the Lord, no one was seriously injured or killed. And like Big Ma said, there was good that came from it. Big Ma was also right regarding this being a spiritual battle. Everything that has been taking place is a spiritual battle. And I'm not just talking about this fictional town of Acacia Grove. Whether you choose to believe in demons or spiritual warfare or not, I believe they are very real and both are at work all around us. Those spirits of murder, jealousy, confusion, division, anger, hatred, addiction, fear, fighting, pridefulness, and then some are all running rampant in the world right now. 
and they are doing exactly what their leader, Satan, commanded them to do, using people to carry out their tasks, keeping us oppressed, bound, fighting one another, and keeping our focus off God and our relationship with him and keeping the unsaved from the truth of God. They are keeping us from having the world we all seek, a world where everyone loves and respects one another despite our differences, where we look after one another regardless of if you're family or in our friend circle, a world where the justice system is just that, just and it doesn't depend on the color of your skin or your socioeconomic status either. The greatest commandment God gave us is to love. If we really put this into practice, the world would be a better place. And that's why the enemy is working overtime because he doesn't want the world to be a better place. He doesn't want us looking out for our neighbor. He doesn't want us to experience peace and love as God intended. Because if we had all of that, then there's no need for him. <laughs> but the devil is a liar and a defeated foe. Because those of us that know the story know that he does not win. That his time will soon be over and him, his minions, and his followers will be destroyed. I know one thing for sure. Jonah and Julius better be thankful that the Lord is on their side. Especially now that Big Ma was ready to talk to them. To have a parent tell you that they are disappointed in your actions hurts more to me than getting your butt beat. But to also be told that God isn't pleased either, oh, that would take me out. Jonah and Julius's response to the Tone and Big Slim situation shows that just because you're a Christian and know what the word of God says and how you are to react or respond to things doesn't mean you always do it. We are all human and make mistakes and can fall for the traps of the enemy and be used by his spirits as well. And just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you're exempt from trials, tests, heartache, frustration, etc. But, and there should always be a but, if you believe in God and are saved, you know the blessings that you have, that you're not going through your trials alone, and that there's no temptation you go through that God hasn't already made a way of escape from, that you are loved, that you were fearfully and wonderfully made and all of those good things and then some. And because we know these truths, just like I said with the Sister Betsy scenario, we are to try our best not to respond like the world. And them boys trying to take matters into their own hands was more worldly than godly. Their actions, if things had gone according to their plan, would have caused deadly consequences 
not to mention the effect it would have had on their family, friends, and community. Sometimes we are in the heat of the moment and so caught up in the emotion of the wrong and on getting back at the person who did the wrong, we don't stop to think about the long-term ramifications that our actions can have on us and others. Because the decisions we make don't just affect us, they affect all of those around us in case you didn't know. It's so important to understand that God is omniscient, meaning he is the source of all knowledge, past, present, and future, which is why it behooves us to seek him first before we do anything because he knows the end already. And like I said, he loves us. He knows the outcome of every decision we have to make. And if we seek him, he is here and ready to give us direction. And because God is all knowing, he knew, as Sabrina put it, that Jonah and Julius would be hard headed and do what they did. But thanks be to God for his grace and mercy and that what the enemy meant for evil, God worked in their favor. Now, on another note, I have never seen Big Ma and Sabrina be on the same page and agreeable like this before. She was chiming in on everything Big Ma said. I guess since the focus wasn't on her, she was happy to co-sign. I hope them boys got what Big Ma was telling them. But if not, the Lord will definitely show them better than Big Ma can tell them. Hopefully it won't come to that. But as I always say, we shall see. This concludes today's episode of Church Folk and Saints. Make sure you stay tuned for when the next episode drops.